0: Murphy to stated that the decline and spending services even in public dormant. One of the uh, issues that arose during the crash was financial services and it had global implications. And Canada managed to escape relatively unscathed. Um, Minister, first of all, w- thank you for taking the time and coming on Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad. And you're in Canada visiting at the moment. Financial services, What have you to? what did you bring to the table? What have you been able to glean and learn?
1: Well, thanks very much for, for having me on. Uh, with my responsibility for international financial services, we have been very busy in the past year since the UK decided to leave the European Union. Ireland's committed to the single market. It's our market. We built it. We're committed to the European Union. And what we're seeing in financial services now is that companies that have used the UK traditionally as an access point, a gateway, to the single market, because of the UK's decision now to leave that market, they're looking for a new access point, a new gateway. So I'm here in Canada talking to businesses and companies who traditionally have uh, gotten into the single market through the UK and are now looking at what their demand will be as the negotiations begin after Article 50 is invoked. So we're having a number of meetings on that basis with financial services companies. But of course, I'm also in town with St. Patrick's Day, and we have a huge Irish population here in Canada. It's an opportunity for the Irish government to reach out to them and to work with them and to see how we can work with Canada and with Ireland to see how we can continue to invest and trade in each other.
0: So, Minister, in relation to Brexit, I know there is a debate in Ireland as regards the merit of Ireland considering exiting the EU also. What are your thoughts on that and what would the implications be?
1: Well, it's not so much a debate. It's been raised as a question, but it's been quite quickly dismissed because all the polling over the last year since the Brexit decision that's taken place in Ireland, all the polling has shown very strong support from the people for the European Union project. Over 80% in most polls, and even when you factor in are very hard because that only falls twelve seventy five percent. So there's a very strong limit to European Union in Ireland. Of course, we've got a very strong relationship with the UK. That's going to continue. Brexit creates difficulties, we'll do our best to manage them and the government has been repurposed because of Brexit to make sure we can manage those difficulties as Brexit unfolds. But the single market, our access our membership of the European Union has helped lift our economy since the the dark ages of the fifties and sixties lit into something entirely new. A lot of foreign direct investment in Ireland, 170,000 jobs clearly because of our access to the single market. So our, uh, and our majority of trade is in the single market. So our future is very much with the European Union. Of course, there'll be difficulties with the UK leaving, but uh, in no in, in, in circumstances would it be beneficial for us to leave as well uh, because of the, the great strength we get from being a part of the European Union.
0: Now, Minister, there's a lot of talk south of the border from where you are at the moment in uh, Toronto. I, uh, that you know protectionism, nationalism when it comes to trade and the need to renegotiate trade deals. Now, there has been a new arrangement between Europe and Canada in the form of uh, the uh, CETA. But uh, in relation to Europe, in relation to Ireland and the US, financial services, etc., uh, taxation, there's been a lot of sabre rattling south of the border. Does that concern you?
1: Well, I think it's very interesting, actually, when you look at both Canada and Ireland are two approaches to globalization and uh, international relations. Um, we very much believe in trade and trade between countries as being the mechanism whereby we can invest in each other and improve uh, living standards, improve economies for countries to get involved in international trade. I think it's a very positive thing that we've had this new trade agreement now finally reached between Canada and the European Union because it's going to open up all sorts of possibilities. There are developing norms around international taxation because a lot of companies today obviously Um, are international companies, and they they have different parts of their entity in different parts of the world, and you find mismatches then in terms of taxation between those jurisdictions. The OECD is driving a process of reform uh, under that and other measures and recommendations, which Ireland's at the forefront of. And I think as long as we progress in consensus with the OECD, I'm not not sure there's going to be much significant threat to um, countries like Ireland or other countries in terms of what may be coming out of the U.S. administration in the future, I think it's very important that you know taxes pay where the activity happens. And I think if the U.S. administration is looking to find a mechanism to repatriate some of the profits that are being held offshore, so they can be taxed, I, mean, I you know absolutely in the U.S. is interested. I see why they would do that. I wouldn't necessarily see it undermining Ireland's offering, because of course companies invest in Ireland not because of the corporate tax rate, but because they want access to that European market of 500 million people a market where they can sell their goods and services and make profits in the first place. So come to Ireland because they can get a workforce, they can buy people with the right skill set to be able to then access that market and benefit from it.
0: Minister, as having responsibility for public procurement and e-government, will CETA have opened up opportunities to the Irish uh, contract and bidding process to Canadian firms?
1: Yeah, there's certainly opportunities for procurement when we look at what's coming out of the, the free trade agreement. And, you know, what that could mean, Ireland's got a very strong record in terms of winning procurement overseas in in other parts of the European Union. So we're looking forward to the opportunities, as to what it might mean for Irish companies. But, of course, likewise, in in any trade agreement, the opportunities have to flow both ways. So there will be opportunities for Canadian companies uh, to to procure goods and services or, or, or to win contracts in the European Union. And, again, it's a very big market, so there's a lot of possibility there for Canada. I think that's a positive thing for both countries and for the European Union.
0: Minister, I'm very conscious that you're on a very tight schedule and I want to take uh, just say thank you very much indeed for taking a few minutes and we really appreciate your time.
1: Not at all. Thank you very much.